0: Just when you thought WWE couldn't get any crazier than 2022, 2023 comes right around the corner and smacks you over the head with a WWE branded kendo stick. Hi, I'm Andy from What Culture, and here are 10 things 2023 has already taught us about WWE's future. Number 10: Triple H's power will evaporate. If it isn't already gone, the events of the past few weeks all but guarantee that Triple H's run as WWE's lead creative influence will come to an end. His father-in-law is back in the company and already making sweeping changes to the product. Meanwhile, The Wrestling Observer has reported that Triple H has effectively been relegated to busy work, which makes him sound like a glorified assistant, going on coffee runs for upper management and maintaining spreadsheets. After nine solid months of strong creative and much improved shows, this will come as a bitter pill to swallow for fans and talent alike. Fans because, well, the shows are a lot better, and Vince is kind of crap at this now. And talent because, let's face it, under Vince McMahon, WWE wasn't exactly known for its warm and friendly talent relations. Number 9. Competition is back on the table If WWE's image continues to deteriorate and WrestleMania 39 wasn't just a blip, the company's competitors stand to benefit immensely, provided they can make the most of the situation. AEW was originally born out of the belief that a huge sect of disenfranchised wrestling fans fed up of what they were being fed by WWE were just waiting for something else to come along. These people were looking for something new, something different, an alternative, and something that catered more to their tastes. This changed somewhat under Triple H, but now, with WrestleMania 39 and its terrible ending setting the universe on fire and Vince McMahon all but guaranteed to make things worse, the playing field opens up once again. Disenfranchised WWE fans may feel compelled to change the channel. Disenfranchised wrestlers may feel compelled to leave and go somewhere else. Free agents may no longer see WWE as the most attractive game in town. So far, it all feels very 2019, and no, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and WWE's competitors have plenty of problems themselves, but it certainly looks like WWE right now is a far less attractive proposition than it was a few weeks ago. Number 8. Top stars might be on the way out. Reporting from Fightful Select suggests that if Vince McMahon's backstage meddling continues and WWE is truly back to the way it was before he resigned in disgrace, a number of of wrestlers have indicated that they'll either ask for their release or just ride their contracts out. On top of this, Drew McIntyre's contract expires later this year, and he isn't the only one in that situation. Of course, this doesn't guarantee a talent exodus, so a lot of these people might end up sticking around, but the chances are definitely higher than they were, particularly now that WWE is no longer the happy, harmonious meadow of joy that some would have had you believe it was before. Number 7. The women's division may never improve. if. Triple H had one major flaw as WWE's lead booker, it was how he handled the women's division. Watching the builds to both WrestleMania title matches, completely failing to make damage control feel cool or credible beyond their awesome debut, and generally undermining the ultra-talented division in ways eerily similar to his father-in-law, there was at least some hope under Triple H that things would improve. He'd earned that as a booker and had a little bit of trust, but under Vince, not a chance. One of the very first things Vince did when he got his hand on the Raw After Mania script was to axe two women's triple threat matches, get rid of some segments, and run a single tag team match instead. That's kind of what he does, and yeah, it's about to get worse. Number six, champion versus champion is happening. A lot of people thought that we were gonna get Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 39, given that WWE had actually teased that in advance of Royal Rumble 2023. We didn't get that in the end, but it looks like WWE still has the match in mind, because on the Raw after WrestleMania, Rhea got in Bianca's face, saying that at some stage in the future she is coming for the EST. This is a good thing. In fact, the whole situation has played out pretty well. I'm sure Rhea versus Bianca would have ruled at WrestleMania, but guess what? So did Charlotte versus Rhea and Bianca versus Asuka. And now we have a surefire banger still on the table, perhaps even as a unification match. Now, the merits of that idea can be debated, of course, but to me, the idea of Rhea holding all the gold, at least for a little while, is pretty damn compelling. Number 5. Cody Rhodes' Story Continues Cody Rhodes did not finish the story at WrestleMania 39. As deflected by Triple H at the post-show press conference, his journey is set to continue, because WWE is a soap opera, not a movie, and the story never truly ends. Obviously, Cody lost. It was a controversial booking decision and the discourse engulfed the internet on the Monday after WrestleMania, and Triple H's words at the presser were pure We just got to the end of a chapter, Triple H said, but the story continues, and that's where this gets interesting to me. I think that this is the most amazing thing about our business, the story never ends. To me, that sounds like a man trying to put a positive spin on a bad situation, but I'll let you be the judge of that one, and maybe we will see how it plays out. What am I talking about? It's not going to be as good, is it? Number 4, Cody Rhodes will never be as hot as he was. And the reason those words from Triple H sound like spin to me is precisely this. WWE blew it with Cody at WrestleMania 39. They had their guy. They had the person they have been so desperately searching for since John Cena went part-time. Cody Rhodes was him. He was commanding thunderous reactions in the build to mania, outdrawing even Roman Reigns on television and the house show circuit. And he was in absolutely the perfect place to ascend. It was almost handed to WWE on a platter, and they will never get that back. How could they ever get that back? This was a a once-in-a-generation run. The kind of awesome babyface rise that is rarer than chicken's teeth. Wrestlers get over by being cool and winning in the end, not by losing. And the age-old WWE habit of beating people at the height of their overness is going to do to Cody what it has done to dozens in the past. He simply will never be as over as he was in Los Angeles. The rise is over, and even if he does end up winning the belt, it won't feel as special as it would have had he done it at Mania. Number 3, Endeavor will tighten the purse strings. Current signs point towards WWE's new owners, Endeavor operating the company like even more of a true business than before. The primary focus will be the bottom line. Things are about to get tightened up, and it could get ugly. Among the things Endeavor have done since buying the UFC are charging fans upwards of $70 for pay-per-views, cutting ties with top stars like Francis Ngannou over pay disputes, dropping all sentimentality and ditching legends like Randy Couture and other brutal capitalist techniques of driving revenue and increasing profits. Expect the same in WWE. People are going to lose their jobs, that's just what happens. The promotion as a whole will become even more of an effective money making enterprise smashing all records on the balance sheets. But balance sheets are for the executives to worry about, not the fans, and for the fans, this could be a tough period indeed. Number two, the post-WrestleMania tradition is deader than dead. If there was any doubt, the Raw after WrestleMania, being WWE's season premiere, home to all manner of internet breaking, surprises, returns and more, is no longer thing. The trend started at WrestleMania 35, where we got Lars Sullivan and pretty much nothing else. In 2023, this situation is grimmer than ever, and it didn't help that the show was hacked to pieces by a weird old psychopath. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes in the way it came together just doesn't get the juices going. It's good that Matt Riddle is back, and happy that he's healthy and all that, of course, but it's not quite enough on what is supposed to be the most exciting show of the year. The angles just weren't hot. The Raw after Mania is dead, WWE just killed it. Number one, Vince McMahon is all the way back. It was reported in the aftermath of the Raw after Mania that WWE is now under Vince McMahon's control once again, at least in a creative sense. Vince is number one, Nick Khan is number two and Triple H has lost all final say on all things creative. Now, if Vince doesn't want something to appear on a show, it isn't going to appear on a show. His word is final again. It is everything that people had feared might happen when Vince retained majority voting power even after resigning last July, and now, the new WWE WWE is the old WWE, it's a terrible shame, really. I feel particularly bad for the lapsed fans who came back to WWE under Triple H and are now face to face with the product that drove them away in the first place. The last 9 months were a lot of fun, the shows were sick and the vibes were good, but it's over now. Vince is back. The real power is back. And it stinks. Anyway guys, that's it, that's my take on WWE's future from what we've seen so far in 2023, but let me know what you think down in the comments below. After that, don't forget to like, share, subscribe and ring the bell for notifications. Then you can follow us on Twitter at what WWE and myself at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hey. Hope it gets better. See you later.